podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. This is Nikki, and it's July 15, 2021. You're watching the Awesome 10X Global Market Update. Let's begin. Okay, it's a really bad night, and you could see that today's topic, we're going to discuss how do you deal with bad nights. Well, in the first place, you got to expect it. So this is what happened last night. The major rationale of cost averaging is knowing that our buying prices are not going to be guaranteed low levels. Good companies can stay down for 9 months, 6 months, 3 months, 12 months. I would should suggest holding your positions and waiting for the markets to tell us when the bottom will be, but it doesn't mean that those drawdowns will magically disappear. Even if earnings do well, it's also not a guarantee that what we own will rise. We can only guarantee to ourselves that we do hold the secular trend winners, but the markets can do whatever it wants. This emphasizes no amount of risk management will compare to a simple asset allocation, also known as the awesome 10x pizza pie rule. The 25% is in cash, which is in the bank, earning zero. 25% is in your global stocks. 25% is in your businesses. 25% is in your real estate. If you're already amortizing some of your cash flow or your net income into your uh, real estate. Of course, other people uh, are using their stocks as their business. That means 25, 25, 50% of their net income is actually in the stock market. All right, so um, end of the day, you do have to hold your positions because you know they're long-term winners and you have to deal with the bad nights or bad weeks that will ensue. So last night, solar sector is getting creamed. You can see this is just one single day. Array Technologies down 7%, trading at 14.36. Although we haven't discussed Beam Global, also down 7%. Last night, Canadian Solar down 5.78%, trading at 39.6. Enphase Energy sharply going down 7%, $170. First Solar, this is the least down, uh, down 3% at $90. First Solar is an American solar company. You could see that FTC Solar down 6%, iSun down 7%. We never really discussed the small companies. We only discussed a few of these, the large caps. So uh, mostly the billion-dollar companies in the solar phase. So uh, Jinko Solar down 8%, 56.7%. Maxion, a subsidiary of SunPower, is down 9% at 16.7%. SunNova down 7%. SunRun down 8%. Solar Edge down 7.5%. Scholz Technologies um, down 6%. Rainy Solar down 5%. SPI Energy down 7%. SunPower down 14%. Sunworks down 7.5%, Vivo Power down 2%. So really, the largest loss comes from Sun Power and um, with a lot of shares being sold down last night. Same for Sunrun. 
So what is it about Sunrun and SunPower? One of our favorite uh, companies is uh, why are they falling down like this? So secular trend-wise, I don't see any reason for it to fall sharply. However, I and I scoured the news. There's no news pertaining to solar sector as an industry getting creamed. In fact, last night, $3.5 trillion was actually um, passed through uh, the Biden infrastructure program, which benefits companies in the climate change, particularly your solar companies. So sometimes we don't know how to explain a drop like this. It just tells you that risk management is not something that you predict. It's just a matter of asset allocation. If you have a portfolio that has solar sector, understand that these stocks can actually fall. And this is a day that they are falling. In fact, this month, they can actually fall for no, no blatant fundamental reason whatsoever. Chinese stocks have been underperforming on regulatory concerns. This one, at the very least, we know why. So um, Alibaba, Pintuatuo, you could see that they're down performance year to date, actually down 9% for Alibaba, Pintuatuo down 40%. This one is uh, PetroChina. This is really related more to oil. And Sinopec is related to oil. NetEase is related to being the second game developer that is relatively going to be unscathed with a crackdown solely uh, solely focused on Alibaba and Tencent. Now you're seeing a strong drop on even the Chinese stocks, Chinese electric vehicles, NEO down 11% year to date, down 4% last night. You're seeing uh, as a whole, Chinese stocks as a whole are also on the red side last night. And the sector is also teeming with a lot of losses, somewhere from 10% to 20% to 30%. Now, these few winners, such as Billy Billy and Li Otto, this might actually, or even Yum China, can actually trim those wins in case uh, the market continues to head south. So um, some of them, uh, some Chinese names managed to be up. But uh, I would be a little bit careful. So Biogen uh, is Biogene, Beijing. This is a Chinese technology company, China Biotech. This is still strong uh, because most of the biotech sector is still relatively strong, U.S. or China. But with the market sell-off, uh, it is safe to say that no matter which country domiciled um, U.S. or China, uh, looks like uh, there is a sell-off happening in the market, which we personally cannot explain fully. So um, there were jitters. Some people were saying that the jitters were happening because of the Fed inflation, but the Fed only just reinforced the fact that um, inflation is transitory. It's possible that the market does not believe that. And um, what, what, what we have to showcase to you today is what the market believes upon. The market believes the following things. The February highs that we've experienced that haven't been pierced, let's say the stock has not hit all-time highs, it might be a resistance for years, and these weak stocks will continue to be weak sectors for the next coming years or the next coming months. Therefore, you have to assume that we will fall. You have to predict the worst. You have to assume we'll fall 10%, 20% next week or next month so that if it happens or it doesn't, 
you're prepared to deal with a bad outcome. Meaning, if you have cash in the bank, that's gonna still stay in the bank and you're gonna cost average maybe next month, next, next month, next, next, next month. But the point is you're not in a hurry to be buying when there's no clear support in the market and with a 70 to 80% chance that most of the sectors are getting creamed for no fundamental reason whatsoever, it's just going down. Now, you don't expect anything good for next few months. This is why you have to prepare with large drops. So example of which, uh, people have said that Twilio is a strong name. Yes, that was true. But take note, after hitting a high of $380 to $400 recently, it started collapsing this July from $400 to $375. Almost similar with the March, February, April highs. So the April high of Twilio was around $440. So this is, of course, a growth stock, one of the best SaaS leaders. And for a company rallying from $300 to $400 and backing down, it's possible that the market is very scared of inflation or whatsoever reasons that the market will say. But you're seeing a strong sell-off on companies like Twilio. And when you see companies like Twilio fall, it actually tells you that there is a likelihood for many growth stocks to also fall. Because Twilio is representative of the IGV as an ETF. So IGV is expanded software ETF. I'm still loading. Let's see. Reload. Twilio is a highly recurring SaaS stock. Now, with it falling down, it tells you that the market is pricing in a difficult valuation for these types of companies. The only reason that I could say uh, that the market would share that uh, stocks like this would fall is if they believe that the market is pricey and expensive um, and they are doing that. Take note, this is the ETF already of IGV. So if you have the ETF or the index showing resistance here at 400 and going back down to 392, now it doesn't seem like this is a lot, but this is a lot when it comes to an ETF. So ETFs have been hemorrhaging last night, whether it be IGV, whether it be Solars. Let's take a look at these names. It's possible that there's a redemption season. And what could have happened, and my guess, because there's no fundamental reason or catalyst for the sell-off last night, so this is just me guessing, the reason why solar stocks fell down last night is because somebody is very much willing to redeem all of their positions on all of the stock market exposure last night. As to what reason, I don't know. Is it Michael Burry's Armageddon collapse? Is it about higher dollar interest? Is it about inflation? Whatever the reasons are, you can say for yourself that Solars has never broken above the March highs, never broke above the February highs. And we should note that the Invesco Solar ETF is actually in a lower high, which suggests that the downside, if we're going to assume that this is the peak, is as slow as 67. So why are we predicting a very, very dire outcome here? It's because it's better to prepare for the worst and then just really be happy that the worst never happened, right? So that's how you prepare. You always prepare for the worst. That's how you deal with bad nights. You just assume the worst. Okay, so let's assume the worst that we will go back down to the May 11 lows. So that means that people are actually profit taking all the way. And that's what's happening with your, with your solar. So take a look at the companies in your solars. It sure looks like the peak has happened for solars. 
And uh, if 190 for end phase is the top, people would short this via selling shares at 170 with a stop loss at 190, or they would just sell calls at 190, 200, 224 higher areas for the next three months, thinking that it would never hit those strikes. So you can actually check these types of names because they have rallied somehow. Take a look as well. The fact that First Solar didn't fall tells you that this is resilient. However, it's possible that because the entire sector is down, this could be the start of a negative wave for the solar companies. If First Solar is going down, Sunrun was also going down, you could see that this is a heavier sell-off. And um, with these types of movements, it necessitates most of you to actually have more cash levels than normal because of how the market is really um, selling off. So we will assume the worst and uh, we will, the worst means that we will never break above these highs of January and February. Therefore, $62 is the peak or uh, rather $58 is the peak for Sunrun. If that is the peak, we will assume a further drop here to as low as 37 which is similar to the May 18. From 48 to 37, that would be another 20 to 30% drop which will be either catalyzed by panic, by interest rate fever. I'm not really sure what the news would be. But you are seeing already the prices are reacting on the downside. So I think what would happen here is that it's possible that the fundamentals are still good. But if the market doesn't want and ignoring fundamentals, it's possible that the market is going to say that it's all priced in. And so for Sunrun with lower highs, you have to be a little bit careful. Now with SaaS names falling down, you, are, you have to see what's happening in many stocks. So... Um, Twilio was down, Okta was down. So these are already confirming a potential top even for the likes of your top uh, top expanded software names. So Zscaler also topping out. This could be a double top here. Zscaler at 224, this could be a double top. Let's take a look at um, um, MangaDB. So these are all favorite SaaS names. And you could see that they failed to break new highs, which means that the market right now is running only on the fam gas. So your NASDAQ is not really showing the truth. Your QQQs are still high at 360. That's because it's catalyzed by your Facebook, your Google, your Amazon, your Apple, your Netflix, your Disney, which hasn't shown any sign of dropping like PayPal. But these are what you call the generals. If the generals are uh, the last to fall and the weaklings are already falling, this actually tells you that the market could be preparing itself for a July and an August. That's a huge drop, a huge drop. So if you're already scared, you have to be prepared. The best way to prepare is some cash exposure and some sell calls. And should you want to sell your shares, I'll say the following things. You have to think about the downside first. So let's example Sun Power. Let's say you have Sun Power at 24 and it's now trading at 24. You're seeing that the market is not really telling you that it can go higher because the recent $30 is already the peak or a 50% up. 
So although you want to panic, take note that the low would be $20 for Sun Power. At least you have to assume that the main lows would be the low for this worst outcome. Of course, we can break May and we can go even lower to 15, but we are not someone who can predict that. So assuming that the market is already telling you last night that, okay, there is a massive redemption, it could be a Michael Burry collapse, it could be the biggest speculative bubble of all time, whatsoever your reasons for selling, the point is the market is believing the bears today. And it's possible to believe the bears next week, next next week, and the entire month or two months. So for the next two months and three months, seeing that the probability outweighs the bears in the short term, you have the following ways to actually con uh, contain your losses. One of the ways you can contain your losses is, of course, to sell on any rally, if any rally will happen. That is option one. Sell on any rally near 27 above. That's option one. If it doesn't go, go up and it just continues falling down and down, estimated downside is perhaps $20. So you don't need to sell low, you want to wait it out. Of course, you also want to see should you sell calls when the price hits 27 So um, I'd say that um, at these levels of 24, you're in the middle side. This is not similar to Twilio at 375 or Zoom at 360, 375, where you can still sell, right? Because this is still nearer the resistance rather than the support. If Zoom, if Zoom is now at $350, you won't want to sell it because you're already in the middle side. If this was a range 275 to 390, you want to sell near the upper end of the resistance, not at any price. So because Sun Power is already estimated dropped already, at the, it, it already fell from 30 to 24. It's actually way past that um, near, it's already nearing the support rather than resistance. You have to omit selling it out. Similarly, we said the Chinese stocks are still continuing to get creamed. Actually, in a good way, at least it's already oversold in such a way that the main lows is already 113. The fact that Pintuatua is already below the main lows is possibly telling us that the downside for Chinese stocks is less than feared. This is also why um, Alibaba happened to partner with Tencent last night for, uh, for their e-commerce systems to work together. And you're seeing actually that Alibaba was going up last night defying gravity. So it tells you that when the lows of Alibaba was around 211 and the fact that it was already below it, the market didn't sell it off. What does that have to do? It tells you that if it's oversold like the Chinese stocks, there's no reason to panic because it's already down there. What should you do if you have Douyu or Agara? Because it has already fallen way oversold, you're seeing that it's already below 5 and strong volume here. I'm not saying that it will go up, but it might remain just there and not fall south to $4 or $3 or whatsoever um, unknown uh, quantities that some people would, uh, would be afraid of. The fact that it's already down from 8 to 4 or 5 tells us that the downside for Douyu is likely over but the upside is also very negligible. So what would happen in these types of areas is that I think when a stock is already down, they could just sleep for a while. So they can sleep for a while. Of course, any rallies would be sold 
if a rally ensues. However, if no rally ensues, you should expect nothing for that until the earnings disclosure. So for most of these Chinese companies, you want to wait for earnings to dictate to you what would happen. Now, of course, some people are getting worried that the market could fall. And therefore, even if Disney, Facebook, um, Apple, they're very strong. However, some people are suggesting, and we do say, that um, these temporary strengths of Apple, Google, might actually be short-lived and in fact be a chance to sell while it's going up. Sometimes it's easier to sell when it's going up because if it falls, it falls fast. I'll give you an example. When Pinterest started falling, here at about $84 or $80, it fell fast to $69. When fan favorites like Roblox started falling, it was just falling down south lights last night to 79. So you're seeing that the market is unwilling to pay high and you're seeing that the market is not willing to pay for growth names as a fact. So that means that your ARK Invest is also in a downtrend and this was your previous high similar to the March highs and those highs where people nuked are still there. So if there was a new strategy on March, indeed, in hindsight, it seems as if June was just a reset of a new strategy and we could fall as low as May. Of course, we have to prepare for the worst that we can't actually break above these February highs anytime soon. This could be a resistance for years, not just for months. That's your expectation. So with that, RK is also going to suffer and RK Invest has what? Square, Tesla. So you're seeing that these names could actually potentially be a strong resistance and any rallies would still be sold. Does that mean your C-Limited will also fall? Indeed, any rallies might actually be sold even if it is very strong. It means that the market wants to go into cash no matter winner or loser. That's how much the scare of the market is happening in this current juncture. How do you protect yourself? The only way that I can think of protecting yourself is either shorting these stocks to protect any of your stocks that you already have. And in terms of shorting the stocks, I feel as if end phase because the sector is already getting creamed is one way that you could assume that there is a sell off. And because Chinese stocks in general are getting sold off, you can consider the fact that NEO breaking down here at about 45 is already a leeway for it to break down as well to 34. So as little exposure as possible on the long side is what you want. And when you have cash and if you will deposit your cash, the deposits in your cash would actually be to negate your longs. So example, if you have a $5,000 position on the long side, your goal is to have $5,000 position on the short side to neutralize any drops in your longs while you wait. So example, uh, an example of which, because ASTS Space Mobile has rallied strongly, it's possible that this could be just the start of a massive selling opportunity. So the fact that the market is actually very weak tells us that these strong sectors could still also be not willing to go up. Meaning what you saw here on the March highs was just a retest of these July highs. And so we will not break above 15 anymore for ASTS. And if it falls, it could go 10 or 8. So that means you sell, take profit, go to cash, and in fact, perhaps initiate more of a sell 
um, a selling wave. Uh, how do you do that? While it's still high, you want to try to sell at 18 or 20. Sell high strikes if you can while the price is still at 12. Even at 16, sometimes you can still sell a high strike. So that's something that you could do. Sell high strikes for, for sectors that have not yet fallen quickly down. So you, you are seeing that Art Genomics actually managed to rally back to July. Uh, this July, it actually rallied close to that March area, right? That March area here. So it seems as if the nuke on March is also going to be the right call is to nuke as well this July. If you haven't nuked, don't worry. It means that um, this sell-off tells you that the market is unwilling to forget the bears. Meaning the market believes in the Michael Burry collapse move, the speculative bubble of all time and all of that. So if you have to assume that we will fall, you have to assume that we will break down all the way to $72. Therefore, your ARC genomics means that your CRISPR will fall, right? So um, these arrows means that we're wrong. We have to admit that we're wrong and that this could fall all the way south. So um, what should you do? One way that you could do is to sell positions because it could fall further. Granted, the upside is small at about 140 to 150 and CRISPR can fall all the way to $100 if it falls tonight. So um, you want to limit your downside either by closing your position or selling your shares. So that's one way. Um, CRISPR is uh, likely getting sold down. Intelia, despite the great thing, of uh, of um, of uh, of their breakthroughs seems to be also in a profit taking zone. So although this broke out to all time highs, I the assumption here is that people might be tempted to take profits, even if it is a winner. So unfortunately for Intalia, it could also fall. So um, you have to assume that everything would fall, and those that went up last month will actually also fall. Meaning Beam Therapeutics. That was just an extra area sell, and then people are still willing to sell it off. Will it fall down to as low as 67? Because Beam Therapeutics is already, you know, it's already down to 85. It might have, um, I'm not sure if it will rally, but any rallies are already considered a selling opportunity. So we are already in a selling opportunity uh, market because of the way that the markets are dropping. It tells us that, for the next 6 to 12 months, seems like whatever you saw in February and March, those highs just managed to retest this July and is still going to be down. And it actually spells a, a difficulty even for your all-time highs. Take note, because NVIDIA is a very strong name, the fact that NVIDIA also started falling down tells you that there are cracks in this market. NVIDIA dropping from 830 to 793, and this is a strong name given that it broke above that February highs. This is an all-time high. tells you that if you're willing to buy, these are the companies that you want to be parking into, the strong names. So um, you will sell your loser. You will end up with a winner. Example, if you're selling a CRISPR, you're selling a Beam, you're selling an Editas because you're afraid that the markets could fall. Um, it seems like any rallies is going to be met by a lot of selling pressure. And the only way to fix a mess like this is to actually close a position by selling it, incurring that loss, yes, because you're really moving on to a better, uh, better company. An example of which, let me, ex uh, let me give you an example. I sold my Zillow last night at 109 
And what I did with the proceeds from Zillow is actually to assume that since the market is very weak, take note that uh, Zillow never broke above 123. It was really uh, getting there, um, but never really broke above. The problem here is that it could actually fall to as low as $90. So neglect the fact that it will go up. The problem is at 110, can it even break below all-time lows? So in order to eliminate that possibility of breaking all-time lows because it's nearing 105, I exited the position. I didn't even short it. But some people, what they'll do is they'll sell the position They'll plan to short Zillow, especially at 120 or 130. Um, and their goal, perhaps, is for it to go to $90. Now, why would they sell Zillow? Perhaps the people who are selling Zillow are of the assumption that the real estate market is in a bubble. The largest bubble in history. The stock market is in a bubble. They are talking about the bubble bubble like Mr. Michael Burry. So um, with the greatest speculative bubble of all time, some people will buy puts. Let's take a look at the NASDAQ 100. Um, what could you do to save yourself? So expect 2021, we thought that it was consolidating here 12,000 to 14,000 and we were thinking of selling the spikes, selling calls and shorting resistances. It seems as if the market right now is able to tell us that it can go as high as 15,000 and it already exceeded way past people's expectations, right? It's already nearing overbought levels and most of the leaders, whether it be NVIDIA, Shopify, have already shown also weakness. Let's take a look at Shopify. Let's show to you the strong names so that you could see that if the strong names are starting to fall, I can only think of one way, one way which is cash or short. Cash, short, nuke, sell. Usually those are the only ways that you can handle in a and how to deal with a bad night. Shopify selling off. Um, let's take a look at Roku selling off. Spotify selling off. So you're seeing really lower levels, lower highs for these names. The lower highs tell you that it's weaker. Teladoc is also weak because it never even broke above these March highs. It never even reached 200. It already fell south at $170. So um, that's a very weak sauce because if, if it never really broke above that 189 or 190 or 200, it's showing that it has a potential to weaken further. Take note too that um, Net Cloudflare, which is a strong name, also started falling last night, a sign of caution. So... Cloudflare, NVIDIA, Shopify, Twilio, Roku. These are strong names, but they are also falling. So um, if the strong names are falling, how much more for the weak names? The weak names would fall further. So if Fastly is falling down last night, the question here is, oh my gosh, might it fall back to $40? Because $40 is the May 11 price. So it could go down back to these 40 levels. I'm not saying that it will definitely fall. But the fact that it's very weak tells me that the market is very scared that we could go back to the May 11 lows. So um, that's one reason why the market is just selling off last night for no whatsoever reason. You look at the headlines, you don't see a reason. But I think that the market is reacting based on the price action. And it's really scary. The price action last night is so scary that I have to share these, um, these uh, scary words for you.
Um, what happened to uh, Kathy Wood's Coinbase? Coinbase also fell last night. So um, despite the potential ARK Bitcoin ETF, it seems that people are so spooked in the market sell-off that they sold all of their shares. And the way I'm seeing these sell-offs, these bearish engulfing share, share selling, it tells me that um, the market is so scared of something that I could not explain what that something is about. It's like there's a boogeyman, I'm not sure, but um, whoever is selling, this space of selling is really um, a scary uh, candle. Um, and I could say that it's a sell-off that wants to go into cash immediately. And it wants to go into cash immediately on all sectors. I'm talking about all sectors. Arsimoto going down. A lot of your, uh, your Chinese cars also going down. Your XPEV selling off. Your NEO selling off. It is telling me that everything is getting sold down. Your CrowdStrike, which is a very strong name, also gets sold down. So there is no, um, it's as if there is no hiding place except cash, except shorting. So like, that's the only way that I think that you can make money for July. To reverse a loss, you only have to go to cash and short and sell calls and almost to the point of selling it naked. Now, um, some people are also asking what happens to space. The problem with space is that there was a share placement even after Richard Branson's successful offering. And I think that on July 20, when Jeff Bezos goes to the new Shepard, any rallies of Virgin Galactic would be just a chance to sell even further. So I think that what would happen here is that those who have Virgin Galactic shares should expect the lowest, the lowest point. If you want to assume the lowest point, the May 11 price was $16, $17. Or you could even assume that a low point of about 27 or 24 is not off the table. So even if it's falling, assume that it can fall further and further. And any drops of uh, and any rallies of Virgin Galactic will be met with more selling pressure. Unfortunate to say this, but this is what the market is sharing in the in the charts. Like um, that's what the market is sharing to us based on the charts. And um, it is true for space. Um, yeah, so even your Astra shares, for instance, which, uh, which has no problem, um, is also selling off. You'll notice that last night, most everything, most every sector was selling off. Now, um, is it correct to sell shares when you don't even know why the market is selling off? Um, it's true that because we don't know why the market is selling off, you want to be on the cautious side. You don't want to be aggressively buying because you don't even know why it's selling off. Um, we know the reason why we own the companies, the fundamental reasons why. But because every sector is being sold off, there is, of course, a sign of caution. So, example, for 3D systems, what would happen? Of course, with this type of sell-off, you'd assume that the market will already bargain hunt, right? at 28 or, or 29 for 3D systems. And so if this continues to sell off tonight to about 26, 25, not only will you get more momentum for the bears, it will tell the bears that they are so right in selling these shares that all of the movement on the buying for the call plant biotechnologies per, um, 
partnership of 3D systems is negated, meaning nobody cares about the fundamentals apparently of, uh, of bioprinting and people are just on the way to just selling it off with no really, um, with no um, ability to find support yet. The problem of, uh, of support is that because it broke down the $28, if it breaks down again tonight, um, you know, the most bullish side for this would be just a support here at $20, which is another 30 to 40% drop, which is really harsh, really, because this rallied from 18 to 42 a drop at 20 is gonna spell massive downside, which is really scary. So I am painting a scary opinion today only because, well, um, when we are preparing for the worst, we have to prepare for the most hor horrific horror show uh, that we can produce because um, that's assuming the worst. In fact, some people might assume the worst at 12, right? So to scare you is to prevent that outcome if it will happen. So scaring you now is sometimes better even if that scare might not even happen. So, you know, you try to have to scare yourself and be a devil's advocate that the market is going to fall because the strong ones are falling um, and so forth. So what would happen if the strength of the market is contained only with the very small group? You'll notice that the market is only going up for the gold stocks. So gold has been rising, 1825, 1832. But isn't this the true bearish fashion? Because gold only goes up when the markets fall. And let's take a look at what's happening with volatility. So far, UVXY hasn't, spoke, uh, hasn't spiked yet. Uh, so it's still steady there. But the problem here is that it seems as if if the market's going to fall, the volatility could actually just rampage up. So um, 16 rampage to 28 during May. Could it possibly happen that 16, this complacency mark of volatility at 16, could suddenly go to 28 and therefore cataclysmic drops on the markets even further? So um, that said, for a company that's already oversold, example, Ashford at $2, I don't think this will fall anymore. Like 215 could just fall $2. It's just going to stay there. But any rallies of Ashford will be contained perhaps here at $3. Why? Because Ashford is going to have a reverse split this coming July 15 and then it will, uh, July 16, and then it will change. Uh, it will now become a $20 name by July 19, which, might, which makes it perhaps less volatile. You'd assume that it's going to be less volatile. So um, really, the sad day is that most stocks are falling down. Looks like um, the microcaps are just leaping so far. But uh, microcaps, um, because they're not going up, will also be sold down. Sometimes, even if they're sleeping, if markets are uh, scared, they'll just sell these to cash and then go into cash. I think there's a flight to safety to cash and um, the dollar is the one benefiting this. Take note that ever since the Fed mentioned that they would raise rates 2023, look at what happened. From $90, it went to 93 The dollar peso rose from about um, 47 to about 50 bucks, 48 So um, you're seeing that emerging markets are getting whams, um, whammy, uh, double whammy, because higher dollars are going to help only... Uh, exporters, but we in the Philippines are an import country. So these are really bearish uh, stuff. So um, 
with the US dollar spiking, it could have been um it could be also a bearish catalyst. I'm just sharing all the bearish news because um it's possible that the markets could fall. So Chinese stocks very weak. I'd say that um if if the sector is weak, uh these stocks would be continually weak. So JD, any rallies is actually more of a selling idea rather than a buying idea. Unfortunately, no matter how much I like JD, we have to share that, well, uh, the Chinese stocks are perhaps on a sell-off. JD, Baidu, Pintuatuo, these are also going to be sold off, perhaps even lower highs. Or if it's not sold off, it will just sleep in a fashion that you won't even make money either. So um, it's really sad uh, to share these um, negative things. Yeah. And then the SPACs, what's happening with SPACs is also um, a sell-off. So after Alcer rallied from 8 to 15, you're noticing that it's falling back to 11, could fall to 9.50. What happens to the companies that it didn't rally? For example, Origin Materials, it went from 7, rallied to 8, back to 7. Unfortunate for this because... Um, the sector of the SPACs could also be going down because the entire market is hemorrhaging. Um, no matter if I like origin materials, um, race through the sell-off and uh, just try to hold on through the pain because it will be painful for the next few months. Um, for those that are still up, like Agrify, I would suggest you to sell because it might not go up anymore. Sell all of the shares in Agrify if you have any, just for cautious sake, caution sake. And you can see already that um, even for the likes of warrants, um, people are selling their winners very aggressively. So um, Astro Space went from 150 to 550 last night, fell to 360. I can only explain that these sell-offs are catalyzed by scare. Um, really, people are getting scared. And um, um, I, I don't know. Uh, you could see that Asian shares are advancing. China's data is better than feared. People could be fearful and they could be wrong. But... Um, the, but the price is telling you that the market is really fearful. Okay, so Nikki, what, do, what can you say about the weed stocks? However, the weed stocks are already down. So um, you can't do much for Sundial because Sundial is already near the lows. If it's near the lows, selling it further is like just killing yourself yet again. At $0.84, cents, you want to just hold on even if it goes to $0.70, cents, this May area, similar to those May areas. Um... That's why I'd say that for the next two to three months, brace yourself for a very bad outcome. And if you have cash, that cash should be deployed to neutralize your longs. So let's say you're adding cash into your account, but you should be shorting your position. So example, if you have Sundial shares, which is um, already in the cannabis sector, to prevent a drop, you could see that maybe you can short a Twilio I mean, you don't need necessarily have to short the sector because weed in general had a good news. The federal legalization of marijuana or the MORE Act. However, I could say that the market is ignoring good news. The market is not really fixated on any good news. And the market, I mean, it's not as if like the $3.5 trillion infrastructure plan on solars didn't happen. It did. In terms of fundamentals, most of the stocks have a good reason to own. However, what you are seeing right now is that the market is ignoring all the good news. All the prices are telling you it's going down, down, down. 
Okay, so with the recent um, 12% VAT on exports um, from 0% affect, will the recent 12% VAT on export from 0% affect mining companies in the Philippines? I expect nickel companies to have good second quarter reports due to world prices with world prices still going up. Yeah, unfortunately, the miners and commodities are very strong. However, it's possible that because people are in a race to cash, they might actually sell things off. So last night, you are seeing um, Tesla was going down, right? So um, you're already seeing that sell-off happen even before the break of 700. So we are really seeing sell-offs in the market. And I'd say that even if mining companies like gold, nickel, etc. are really strong in terms of world pricing, it's possible that the market's going to sell. Anyway, Nicolasia is still at 550, five areas, so it could go down even if good earnings happen. Because what would happen is that the market will say good earnings, but it's priced in because Nicolasia already rallied threefold from last year. So the biggest risk right now is assuming that the market will rise because the market price action is showing really scary. So that's it. Um, I just have to give the most dire prediction so that if that never happened, at least you're okay, sigh of a relief. But um, if it did happen, at least you have to think, think about, hey, what should I do? Should I sell further even if I'm already down? And sometimes even if you have to sell further, that's the right thing. Because um, because selling it further is to buy the shares back at 20% lower prices or something like uh, a stronger name. So just think of yourself, if you're, if you're really um, very afraid of selling, you just have to think, well, I'm moving on to a better safe area in the, mo in the moment. So like uh, I'm just selling it to save, um, save a 10% downside, etc., etc. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much and see you again tomorrow. Bye!